Hey, we're we're Beat the the Bots. bots. I'm Brianna Lynn. And I'm Ezra. And we are here to share stories about crazy work experiences. And we have listener write-ins today. If you like us, give us a follow on TikTok at Beat the Bots and on Instagram at Beat the Bots Resume. Or you can find our site at BeatTheBotsResume.com. Got a story to share or want to be our guest? Email us with your stories to podcast at BeatTheBotsResume.com. Want to get access to cool extras and help us out? Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash beat the bots resume <laughs> if your friend is telling you a fucked up work story remember tell that friend to please write it into yes. us um so like i said earlier we do have some listener stories thank you to several anonymouses mm-hmm. um but first uh i guess what have we been up to this week this very long week it, it feels like it's been forever um well so yesterday or was it yesterday I don't, I don't know what day it is anymore. Yes, yesterday you had a Friendsgiving, which was nice. I did. But I was only able to be there for like an hour because I had work. <laughs> yeah. And you left for work in an oh elf. Oh my god. She was dressed as an elf. Uh, yeah. So I show up for Friendsgiving wearing my cute little Native American made beaded earrings and feeling a little good about myself. And then I leave at, dressed as an elf because the work that I am working at, there's like a location on our main street downtown. And that downtown street was having a parade for the holiday season um, that night. And so people, they were preparing for uh, hell, which was like the parade started at seven and they were expecting an influx of customers. So they, I guess, put like their best baristas from the like area in, which is funny because I'm not even fully trained. Yeah. But I guess my boss's boss had me like step in and do like front register stuff. And originally you're good at crowd control. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, I got a theater voice. I was, but it was insane because I wound up telling them, I was like, listen, I'm leaving at six 30. I have plans that I already made before I said, sure. I do this, even though I made this like two days ago. Sorry. But like my life comes first kind of thing. Yeah. You know, like I made those plans like a few days beforehand, but honestly, like the second I told, I knew about them, I was like, whatever. Cause as it was, this was the last minute throw me in there kind of thing. I was like, I'm leaving at 630. The parade started at seven. Yeah. And I needed to get like 30 minutes down the road. So it took me 45 minutes to get there. Yes. And people were like walking and everything. But like, it was insane because then the coffees, the closer to when I had to leave slash the parade started, the longer the wait time got. And we had like 30 minute waits for lattes. Jesus. A lot of the people behind the counter who were working were from different locations. Some of them were at that location specifically, but a lot of us were brought in from other stores be- for whatever reason, whether we're really good at customer service or whatever, you know, or we were available to work, you know, and freaking. So we're all doing things according to how we're used to it. And I'm still figuring out where buttons are on the screen. <laughs> And so it was really hectic. I used my theater voice at one point. Like, the the place was packed. I'm sure it was a fire hazard. It was an absolute nightmare. Um, But, yeah, I got to go enjoy my friend's play right afterwards. But I – it was an experience, to say the least. Um, It wasn't bad. It's just also too – it was just kind of frustrating because, like, I showed up and I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing here right now. Because, one, they never even officially put me on my schedule. It's not on my schedule right now. I look like I clocked in on Authorize because no one put me on the fucking schedule. Oh. They changed my time. Oh. Because I texted, when I first found out about it, I was told 3.30 to 7. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, then I was told it was 3 the day before. And I was like, all right, whatever. Like, I was already planning on leaving your place at 2.30 anyways. Because I had posted in the group. So that's when I roughly left. But, like, I was like, are you kidding me? I could have stayed a little bit longer if I wanted to. Yeah. 
Um, so like that was a thing. And then like, you had to pay for parking too. Right? Yeah. I had to pay for parking. Thankfully they discounted it before a certain time, but then I had to get out of the parking garage with like a parade going on. Yeah. With the parade <laughs> about to start. And then like, I had to get on the highway, but the parade was so bad. Like everyone was like crossing streets. I almost hit like three children because they weren't watching where they were going. I was, so it was fine, but like, it was hectic. And I'm like, I am not one getting paid enough for this. But two, like, I should not be here. I mean, I was happy to have worked it, and it was, like, an honor. Like, I enjoyed my time. It was just stressful. Because, yeah. like, to know that my boss's boss knows I'm not trained, I don't even know how to make a – I mean, I know how to make a latte. I just haven't done it for a customer yet. Yeah. Like, to know that they know that I'm not trained and they still think I'm good enough with people to put me into a very high-stress, like, high-functioning thing, awesome. But also, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. Anyways, that's that's what this work week – Words, words are hard. Yeah, words are hard. <laughs> what did I do this week? Um, oh, I helped out with a, well, I only got to stay for an hour because my boyfriend accidentally locked himself out of the house and I had to go save him. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, he would have just been chilling outside for like four hours, but <laughs> that wouldn't be super nice. That's, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I helped set up a booth at my friend's university um, that he works a lot with. And it is with the Urban League and they do like HIV testing, employment, super awesome. It is like, there's like s- certain chapters in different cities and areas, but they also have a national Urban League. So I got to meet some really cool people. Um, I love volunteering. I love handing out swag. They were just handing out like condoms and stuff, but like in cute, I guess, like things that have like emojis on them. Okay. I don't know. And then they also had like uh, tote bags and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, so I'm going to be working with them hopefully in the future on yeah. employment stuff because they have, you know, they have like employer partners that they work with, but they don't have a program yet where they actually teach people how to find employment outside of that Okay. because it is a skill. Yes. If you can't find employment, it's not your fault. You just haven't been taught the right thing yet. Yes. Um, but yeah, so that was really exciting. That is and exciting. then we, yeah, we had Friendsgiving, which if you ever go to a dinner party, you better bring something for the host. I felt icky that you told me not to bring something. I was like, I, I said, yeah, well, you're special. I said, bring I yourself. Coffee. Yeah, you did bring us coffee. Thank you. And oh, also I won. We went and saw a screening of Clue. Oh, that's right. We did do that. Oh, it was so fun. That was really fun. There was like a little trivia portion in the beginning and I knew one of the trivia things, which almost never happens. You know a lot of things though. I do, but it's always like random and unhelpful. The one two ticket vouchers so i can go you know to another screening of something for free so yeah yeah so it's been like a really busy week but also fun also i went to a symphony today yeah you did yeah it's oh my god i'm doing too much i need to take a nap okay oh wait really quickly i didn't tell you so i went to my friend's play after um work yeah how was and i got to see a lot of my other friends there because we all just decided to come closing night the play was really good. I cried a lot. I was talking to my friend who was also there afterwards. And she was like, she told me about how, I guess, she's got a really shitty job. And I was like, girl, what do you do? Like, here's our card or whatever. And she was like, I spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars to have my resume revamped, this, that, the other thing. And I looked uh, at her and I was like, does it have a header? And she went, yeah. And I went, girl. Holy fuck. Don't put a fucking header. Or- I went, girl. <laughs> Um, I was like, I know that you've spent hundreds so far, but it's like 20 or something dollars on our website. Please just consider looking into it. 
Hell, I'll if okay, if she wants to come on the podcast, I'll do it for free. I'll let her know. Yeah. Like for real, real. So I actually turned down employment at this one uh resume writing company because mm-hmm. they were charging like six hundred dollars a pop, no revisions mm-hmm. for stuff that does not beat ATS. I was like, there's fucking headers, there's multiple columns, you guys are fucked up. And technically they do get people jobs eventually after a few months because not Jeez. everyone uses ATS. But uh, you're wasting your time. So yeah, yeah. give me a call. <laughs> it was heartbreaking to hear. I was like, "Girl, have I have I met her yet?" I don't know if you have. She's really fun. Um, we yeah. both cried together because the play was about like <laughs> it was really deep play. So we hugged each other afterwards. Dude, we were crying. We were we were watching Golden Girls, and right. there is an episode where Sophia loses her son Philip, who is essentially canonically a trans woman hmm. with a very supportive wife. And he gets buried in a negligee and it's hilarious. And all of his poker buddies uh, from, I think, Asbury Park (laughs) show up uh, dressed as widows, essentially. It is such a good episode, but also we cried a little bit about it. So, yeah, I was like, oh, my God, the representation, the LGBTs. Okay, this is a really long intro. I'm so sorry. Okay, so like I said earlier, we have had three listener stories. Uh, We're going to talk about two if we have time today, and Mm. then the third one next week. And then hopefully we have a couple guests because we just need to have schedules that are less busy, honestly. Uh, This first one, we're going to call her Anonymous One. She is a surgical tech. Please note that we changed all the fucking names in these stories as per usual. So Mm. don't come at me. It's probably not about you. Um, (laughs) if it sounds like something that you did reevaluate your life. Okay. Yep. Anyway. So she said, she said, but I saw my supervisor who we will call Kath kiss someone we will call Robert, who is Kath's boss, who is married. And apparently Robert has been separated for some time and he and Kath are now dating. And then anonymous goes on to say that isn't the main T though. That's just some background. It's mostly her complaining, but I love that for her. Uh, So Anonymous said, I almost walked out of my job Thursday and yesterday. And depending on how Monday goes, it is not out of the question. She sent me this on Sunday. And then she says back to Kath, who is dating her boss. uh, She applied to another job. So she would no longer be working under Robert so they can continue dating. And Kath wants to take Anonymous with her because Anonymous is a really hard worker. And it's kind of like a sinking ship there at Mm -hmm. that surgical center. Sounds like it. And then, so Anonymous's main complaint is that she and most of the surgical techs that she works with were hired under contract to work eight hours in like at a time. Uh There are two that were grandfathered in to work for 10 hour shifts, but most of the surgeons that she works for block times that go until 5 PM, which is 10 hours. So everyone, including her, that were hired, you know, under the pretense that they were only going to work eights, now get stuck having to work because they work 10 hours all the time and they don't want to because that's not in their contract, right? That's kind of fucked up. All right. So for the longest time, she says, it wasn't really fair who was being forced to say. So we try to implement a system to make it more fair. Mm -hmm. So if you are, you're assigned a possible late day every week, so you can kind of plan around your life. And the understanding is that you should not be making any fucking appointments on your possible late day. Mm -hmm. So guess what happens? 
Oh, no. uh, predominantly parents <laughs> because my, uh, mm-hmm. this, this anonymous, she says that she does not have kids. It is a bunch of parents that are abusing the mm. late day system. God. All right. Not all parents and being a parent isn't inherently bad. However, no, don't, don't fucking, don't fucking fuck people over. Okay. Just because you decided to have sex and created a human life doesn't mean that you can use it as an excuse to yeah. fuck other people over. Us, well, I, I almost said us child-free people. I literally have two I children. I say, you've got stepchildren children. <laughs> but child-free people, they deserve time off too. Okay. Oh yeah, we do. Um, so she says there's been a couple people who are consistently having to leave early on their designated late days. And it is forcing mostly her to have to stay late on days she's not assigned. And she says it's bullshit. And she said this last week, uh, her late day was scheduled for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Tuesday and Wednesday. She was there until five. So she worked, you know, those 20 hours. Mm -hmm. The assignments for Thursday had me not being late. And she was happy about that. And she finished her room on Thursday. The girl who was supposed to be staying late comes up to me asking if I can work her afternoon room because she has an appointment all of a sudden and they get the schedule very far in advance. Right. Mm. Um, they also reviewed the schedules yesterday Mm. and she didn't say anything. And all of a sudden she's begging her to cover her and anonymous was hangry and was trying not to freak out on her. So she told her she would think about it. (laughs) And then she was like, you know what? Fuck this. After she had her lunch and she barged into Kath's office, her Mm. boss, And then she said, of course, Robert is in there and he tries to leave really suddenly. And Anonymous is like, Robert, you need to fucking stay and hear this. (laughs) And because they're probably making out or something. I don't know. And Anonymous starts telling, you know, both of her supervisors what's going on, because this has been consistent stepping on toes and not handling your shit. And before she like even finishes her story, Robert is like, I'm on it. And he leaves and he goes to talk to the OR manager Mm -hmm. and he's like, Hey, why the fuck are you mismanaging this? Why is this happening? Why is my really good employee threatening to leave? So anonymous got to leave early instead, but only because she made a big stink about it. Yeah. And then she's so upset that the rules are again, not really applying to everyone. Mm -hmm. So yesterday she's not scheduled to be late Mm -hmm. on that day. And she told the OR manager like, a week ago that she was like, I need to leave no later than three 30 today. She finished the surgery or whatever at three 25. No one came to check in on her. There were texts hanging around and just shooting the shit, not doing anything. And so she just left. And then, <laughs> yeah. So pretty much this keeps happening and it's mostly people with kids that are allowing all the exceptions. And she's basically being punished for knowing how birth control works. Mm. Um, and then, She's like a really good worker though. So it kind of sucks. Like she's the go-to person for a lot of surgeons. Mm -hmm. She said, I have numerous surgeons that request to only work with me, not to toot my own horn, but I am really good at my job. You would think a manager would be a little more proactive if a good employee who can work almost any specialty in our clinic is saying that they might quit. How long would you put up with something like that? I don't think I would do it very long. I would say something almost immediately and then give it maybe two more strikes and then say something and then be like, I'm out and then rage quit. Yeah. Um, At this point, I think having known you and helping like realizing like what it is like, 
like, oh, they want to take advantage of me, a really good employee, and let me get walked all over. Fine. They can lose me and see what the fuck happens. Yeah. And if they want to hire me back, then they can guarantee in contract that I am only worth eight hour days. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, but I can't even imagine. What's really great about the healthcare field is that mm-hmm. you are pretty much in demand anywhere and you definitely hold the power. Yeah. Because no one wants to do that shit because oh. it's hard. And underpaid. And underpaid. Yeah. I think she makes pretty good money, but like, again, not enough to be dealing with that shit because she doesn't have kids. It's funny because you hear, I hear at least a lot of stories about people who have children using it as excuses. I feel like if you have children and smoke cigarettes, you get away with a lot more at work than people who don't. Oh yeah. Cigarette breaks and then like, oh, my kid's going to leave early. Even if it's just, you have a poker game. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for, this one's like a little bit darker. Okay. I Okay, so this is anonymous number two. Mm-hmm. Thank you, anonymous number two. <laughs> Thanks for sharing this, anonymous number two. We appreciate you. Yeah, you are greatly appreciated. And before I get into this story, there's like a lot of shit. So it's like a little bit dark. And anonymous number two, hang in there because things will get better. Yeah. It just takes some time sometimes. And uh, reporting people. Okay, so I'm like nervous now. Yeah. For those of you listening, like I haven't heard any of these stories yet. So this is like my first time hearing it with you. Okay. So this is anonymous number two. He is a guy who works in a warehouse type setting. His story has been absolutely insane. This has been years of insanity. So over a year ago, he was at work and he was physically attacked. By another guy who management knows is violent and has done shit like this before. But there is such a high turnover at this place that they keep the violent guy on. Okay. So he immediately reported the attack to the police Mm because it's serious. When he reported it to his supervisors, the (laughs) the emails mysteriously disappeared. They did temporarily move him to another department. But when they realized that a criminal investigation was being opened, they moved the attacker back to his same department again. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So the thing with the emails, uh, always blind carbon copy Uh a personal email because they will fucking delete that. They will tamper with stuff. There was also a discrimination element because he is part of a protected class, Mm -hmm. like, um, like Title IX protected class. It was pretty blatant discrimination. He also opened a EEOC case, which if you don't know what the EEOC is, if you feel that you were discriminated against or fired because you are part of a minority, call the EEOC. They will investigate it for you for free. Mm-hmm. Um, but this whole thing, like him reporting the assault, which like he literally needed medical attention. So good. Yeah. Um, good it's, on him for speaking out. Yeah. Um, it started this insane cascade like reprisal, which is illegal, but also kind of hard to prove. Yeah. So my friend is still trying to work. He has bills to pay. He works somewhere where it's kind of a job desert. He is actively applying to other jobs and it's mm-hmm. just hard out there. He then gets an injury on the job oh my God. and he goes to report it to the onsite medical team. It's like a torn ligament. Like he literally can't move like Jeez. his arm type injury. The doctor, (laughs) the doctor, I'm laughing because it's so fucked up. So the doctor on site in his reports is like, no, you're good. You're good. Return to full duty. He's like, I literally can't move my arm. He goes to get imaging at a doctor outside of the company. Big surprise. He needs surgery to repair this damage, right? Mm -hmm. Um, 
he found out that the doctor employed by the company is like a hair away from being unable to practice due to so much malpractice. Oh my God. He's pretty much paid by the company to say you're not sick. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So he would pretty much cover up and turn away anyone who actually needed any medical aid at this company. It's almost like it's a conflict of interest, right? Anonymous also got flagged for not notifying HR despite having it all in writing. Again, blind carbon copy Mm -hmm. your personal email Mm -hmm. because it has messed up his workers comp case it's now in dispute but luckily he has those emails he's like i notified my like all my fucking supervisors i notified hr all this other stuff and hr is like hey while your workers comp case is in dispute because of something that we said Mm -hmm. why don't you take a personal unpaid leave of absence what And that's not covered by workers comp. And he's like, fuck you. No. So, (laughs) and then this, this is also happening very like quick succession of just like craziness. Then one day there was a powdered exposure. Oh, I didn't know that came in a powdered form, but I guess that makes sense for whatever industrial use it's for. So there was a mostly empty canister, but it spilled and they wouldn't let anyone leave their stations in this warehouse because <laughs> there was powder on everything. Oh it was God. on the conveyor, but nobody there was qualified to clean it up. And people started feeling sick because it's really toxic. Mm-hmm. People started reporting to the wellness center with this fucked up doctor <laughs> mm-hmm. to just like get away from the spill. And also because they're starting to feel sick, mm-hmm. but they weren't actually allowed to leave work. So then my friend is like, well, fuck, now I got to report it to OSHA too. It's like crazy there. Jesus. I wonder why there's really high turnover. Yeah. So before anyone is like, hey, I think anonymous number two is stupid. Why don't you just quit? Well, it's pretty complicated. If you have an open workers comp case, Mm -hmm. it's sometimes not in your best interest to quit. Mm -hmm. If you live in a proverbial work desert, like in a small town and you can't find another fucking job and you're trying your best, sometimes you got to wait it out a little bit and try not to die. If you can't lose health insurance, like he has a family. That's another reason why we want universal health care. So we don't have to put ourselves in dangerous situations Mm -hmm. to, I don't know, be able to take your kid to the doctor there's a ton of variables that play into this so be kind everyone's trying their best but yeah i was like bro (laughs) i he's one of the people that i gave pro bono um yeah career development work to so he's getting interviews but there's just not a lot of places and a lot of it is far and yeah it's just like man life was fucked up yeah holy shit (laughs) sometimes i mean i like to laugh about stuff but sometimes it's like fucking dark man yeah it's crazy to think like i'm unsurprised that that's the kind of world we live in because like i'm aware of what happens i read the news i talk to people yeah but also it's like what the fuck oh yeah yeah and it's so important that we educate ourselves about our rights Mm -hmm. and how we can avoid retaliation i'm so glad that he had the foresight to cc his private email absolutely and like be like hey uh my employer they say that they have my best interest at heart but i know that that's not the case and i'm going to be proactive and protect myself when this becomes Mm -hmm. a legal case because unfortunately you know they don't have any impetus to act ethically um 
so yeah there's like a bunch of stuff and i'm just like i wish i was a lawyer dude yeah. <laughs> i was like this is crazy and unfortunately a lot of time lawyers um, in certain states because it's not in my state you know, they require an upfront retainer and he's like man i don't have five thousand dollars right now because i just got fucked by workers comp and i'm yeah. still working on that and it's like dragging out when it rains it pours yeah on the bright side though you know what happens after rain flowers oh yeah yeah i hope i hope he gets like anonymous a number two better get like the biggest field of flowers ever yeah there's that's i i think it i think it'll work out for him he has i mean he has like me like we're yeah. friends um he has like a lot of friends and it's kind of hard to help from out of state but he does have friends in the area in the area yeah so yeah he's hanging in there and he has his family which that'll that's good i like surviving like on spite i'm like fuck you (laughs) honestly felt that Uh, yeah but you know anonymous i my heart really goes out to you i love you bro but um yeah and anonymous number one you're boss and your boss's boss are crazy messy mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god all right watch out for your friends mm-hmm. if you if your friend is telling you a fucked up work story i was joking around earlier when i was like hey make sure they write it to us because we'll share it anonymously if they want but also let them know that they have rights no yeah for sure because it's I I would not have known about half of the shit that that last job that got a lot of listeners for like was pulling being a problem without your help. Word of mouth and sharing with your friends, even if they like, even if you don't know, if something sounds sketchy, it's probably it probably is. sketchy. Yeah, yeah. Like that's the, really the main takeaway is like look into your shit because you can really stick it to the man in a lot of ways. Yeah, and you only have one body, you only have one life so um don't kill yourself for work yeah it's not worth it no yeah yeah listeners we love you we love you happy thanksgiving we're thankful for you yeah we're very thankful for you thanks for sticking by with us uh look out for your friends excuse, excuse you. me it smells like, <laughs> like stuffed mushrooms it's so bad oh my god yeah i feel yeah. like especially with anonymous number two we can say uh because fuck them that's why Fuck them. <laughs> fuck them, fuck them, fuck them, fuck them. That's Bye. Bye. Love you.